As we read in the gospel today, Jesus comes to a town, probably one of those towns where he said that he had to also go and preach, as we read last Sunday. And a leper outside of that town approaches him. This leper, we know, was an outcast, as we read in the first reading. And he had to follow very strict policies, stay away from others, muffle his beard, and yell that he was unclean so that nobody would come close to him. And Jesus encounters this outcast and restores him back into society through a very miraculous healing. You can imagine what that healing might have been, his skin becoming like that of a baby. And because of that miracle, Jesus himself becomes an outcast. We read a few lines later, Jesus could not enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places. And people kept coming to him from everywhere. What was said in the first reading about lepers can be applied to Jesus now. He shall dwell apart, making his abode outside the camp. Jesus was born displaced. He lived his whole life as not having anywhere to recline his head. And he also died outside the city. He lived as an outcast. He became an outcast by humanity in order to save our fallen humanity from its predicament, we could say. In his last prayer discourse, Jesus summarized this with the phrase that his disciples are in the world, but not of the world. His disciples are meant to be in the world, but not of the world. It is the nature of a Christian to be an outcast in this world. And it is the life of Christ that teaches us the beauty that there is in living that way. John Henry Newman, this great saint, was very passionate about history. And he studied very much the, the life of the first generation of Christians. And he put his studies in an essay that he called The Christian in Apostolic Times. Beautiful essay. And this, I think, could be especially relevant for us in times of new evangelization in this post-Christian world where we feel like outcasts at times. Of course, we are not out, outcasts. Uh, physically, because we work the same jobs and abide the same cities and you know, take the same public transportation, live in the same places. Nor emotionally, because we are meant to, to relate to everyone around us and to love everyone in the world, those with faith and without faith. But yes, we do experience a difference. We do experience a separation in our worldview our way of seeing and considering the reality around us, both visible and invisible. It's a difference of principles or foundations with the world. 
And since ours is not the ruling worldview permeating the culture today, that's why we use that strong word, outcast. Christ, he never hid this from us, from his disciples. He experienced this himself. And he also shared with us some of the benefits, as John Henry Newman puts it in his essay. He says that those like Jesus, not like the leper because of being unclean, became an outcast, but those because of being clean like Christ become outcasts because of performing a miracle, because doing good to the world become separated from the world. These are the three benefits that we may experience in this world. The first one, he says, is that when we live like outcasts to this world, we have a place of greater perspective. Being removed from the thick of things is a very good opportunity to gain perspective and vision. When we are too caught up with something, we can't really see clearly or clearly enough to make the good decisions that need to be made. Those who were not part of the world, we could say, were the ones who contributed the most to it. Like someone, like a coach who is in the stands and is able to, to see the whole game and has a different perspective because it's not caught up in the next play. So he's able to see the strategy from, from high above. So that separation allows us to have a greater perspective because of not being caught up in the system and, and having that freedom to make the, the calls and to call the shots that are necessary and other people wouldn't be able to see. In the second place, he says, he says that reality of being an outcast in this world makes your contribution to the world more relevant. What a Christian has to offer in an apostolic time is much more contrasting with the ruling culture of the day. It becomes an alternative proposal to those of the world. Alternative friendships, alternative communities and fun, alternative organization of your teams at work and, and way of treating others and so on. A true alternative culture, we could say. And in the third place, living like an outcast in the world, being in the world but not of the world, strengthens our identity in Christ. It gives us a chance to, to be stronger in Christ, to be stronger disciples. In these times, only those who deepen their identity in Christ are the ones who are really able to survive it. The test is greater, but the faith becomes stronger. An identity that cannot be based on just being different than the rest, but it's an identity that has to be deeply rooted in Christ and ready to withstand the challenges of the culture, being ready to give a reason of your hope. So it's an intelligent identity in Christ, able to respond to the questions that the world poses to us. Just a few days ago, I heard the beautiful testimony of this Nigerian uh, bishop and priest who came to the U.S. to, to share their testimony of the situation of the church in Nigeria that is undergoing a 
great persecution and there's martyrs today and and hundreds of thousands of people being misplaced for their faith and taken from their families and many of them being martyrs dying for their faith nowadays and this bishop he began to tell all the stories and all these things that are happening to their communities and how many orphans there are because of of how many people, Christians are being persecuted and all these different stories and um, our hearts dropped at that moment as we were listening to to the witness but there was a moment in his speech when everything turned around and he said but we are thriving our seminaries are full the churches are full the prayers more fervent than ever the numbers are growing so these communities were really experiencing this that we discussed today, what it means to be an outcast in their own countries, but becoming stronger than ever. They experienced these three traits, that they did gain a greater perspective, that their contribution became all the more relevant to their culture in Nigeria, and that they gained a stronger identity in Christ, and hence their numbers were growing and they were flourishing and they were being able to give consolation and encouragement to others. Of course, let us pray for peace and a cease of every persecution everywhere. But they do portray in an extreme way what it means to be in the world but not of the world for us. So this Sunday, I think, is meant to give us encouragement to, to know that Jesus chose that because of the preaching of the gospel that took him outside the cities, and he stayed in deserted places, and he could not enter any town publicly anymore. That his preaching of the gospel brought him to that situation, he embraced that. And if our master did, how much more we shall because of being his disciples. So it is a call to being an outcast like Christ, but without isolating ourselves making sure that we are using that place of greater perspective, that alternative culture, that stronger identity to bring Christ to, to others, to bring him to others. Jesus was still successful. The Nigerian bishop also was telling us that they were, we are thriving. And the same that was said of Jesus will be said of you if we embrace this identity in Christ. People kept coming to him from everywhere. People will be drawn to you as we live out of our identity in Christ.